This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. To another edition of the Spurs Chat Podcast, hosted by Chris Cowley. Chris will be discussing everything Tottenham Hotspur with special guests, club news, transfer news, legend interviews, match previews, and post-match analysis. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening to this on an audio platform, please hit that follow button. And remember to check out the channel sponsors. William Hill, One Football, Live Football on TV, and Zooch Converters. Now for today's show. Welcome back to the channel. Hope you're all keeping safe and well. So we are just awaiting uh, for the official announcement from Tottenham Hotspur Football Club for our third sign-in of this summer transfer window. And of course, the summer transfer window only opened last Friday. Um, Eve Basuma completed his medical earlier today. Exciting times ahead for all of us Tottenham Hotspur fans. And to help me contain my excitement, I've got three very special guests on today's show. Uh, let's start with Ricky Norwood. Ricky, welcome back to the uh, the channel. How are you doing? My friend, I, I don't know whether I'm going to be able to like bring you down because I'm up there with you, mate. I am up there with you. I am buzzing. I am buzzing. What a start to the transfer window. What a, what a statement to make to say that we're going in a new direction. And not only are they talking, but they're acting. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm buzzing, bro. The sun is shining. The weather is sweet. I'm on with you guys. You know, Alistair Gold's got another day off tomorrow, so I'm expecting somebody else to be signed tomorrow as well. So everything's looking rosy, Chris. Everything's looking rosy. It's busy, busy, busy. Uh, something's going on every single day. We've also got actor um, Andy Linden on with us, of course, from the Harry Potter films and Count Arthur Strong. Andy, how are you? Yeah, good, good. Um, uh, you know, same as Rick. I am uh, happy. Um, it's scary because... Um, um, where are we going right? 
Um, so that's great. Uh, do, do, doing business early. I didn't. I um. I haven't said it before, but where are we going right? Um, yeah, it's great. It's. Uh, um, I'm a huge fan of the Brighton player. Huge fan. Um, I think you know he's the nearest thing to Dembele, in my opinion. Uh, skillful, good engine, technique. Uh, he can bite in a tackle, and he can nick you a goal as well. I think he will be a very good addition to the squad. We'll get, we'll get into that in a minute, Andy. We've also got Russ Williams with us, of course, TV presenter, radio Hello. DJ. Russ, how are you? Very good. I mean, uh, positivity oozing from every pore of of Ricky and uh, Andy and. I'm pretty much the same, uh, you know, fairly typical Spurs fan as people who have seen me on these <laughs> podcasts will know that, you know, mostly it's good, but we have to recognise when it's bad. But at the moment, it's good. And this is what happens, in my opinion, when you've got a world-class manager. Uh, the club have had to change completely the way they want to do business. Uh, otherwise, he was going to be off-ski. And fortunately, uh, the Leopard has changed his spots. Maybe. It appears he has. So it's all good. Um, you know, before a ball has been kicked and we'll come onto the fixtures uh, later, of course. So I'm quite happy. Yeah. Russ, let, let's start with you. Um, before we talk about the individual signings that Tottenham have made or about to make, how are you feeling as a Spurs fan right now? Because, of course, we finished the season on a high. Champions League football, Antonio Conte. Uh, I call him the magician because what he's done since his arrival in November. But how are you feeling right now? Um, I'm feeling optimistic about the Premier League. Uh, you know, do I think we're going to win it? Probably not, but you never know. Uh, nobody thought that Hungary would beat England 4-0 the other night, you know. So miracles do happen, a la Leicester, although I think we're a lot better football team than they are anyway. But I'm, I'm very optimistic for the Premier League. Um, Conte hasn't got a brilliant record in the Champions League, so... Hopefully, we're going to be the club uh, that will make him successful in the Champions League. And we've been to the heady heights, haven't we? You know, it was very disappointing, the final against Liverpool. We all know what happened. Uh, but I think um, we'll get out of the group stage and then anything can happen. I mean, this, this manager we've got is fantastic. And he's got his foibles and he's got his faults, but haven't we all? Uh, but he knows what he's doing. And um, I think we've got every reason to be optimistic, perhaps more optimistic than we've been for quite a few years, uh, many years. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, starting with the game against Southampton. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, he's definitely a league manager, Russ. He, he will definitely go oh. for the league title, I think. Yeah, no question. Yeah. Ricky, um, Ricky, how are you yeah, feeling? Can You're... I just say one thing? What, yeah, go uh, on. And we've talked about it before, and I, I'd be interested in what Andy and Ricky thinking our viewers, I am surprised that it may happen, of course, that Daniel Levy hasn't said, OK, we're doing all this for you. We want an extension for another year. So it, I am surprised we haven't heard a thing about that. Um, maybe it's going to come. Uh, I, I hope so, because we've thrown all our eggs in the Conte basket and he should do the same for a couple of seasons. It's funny, Russ. I had um, Fabrizio Romano on last week, and he seemed to think that um, Antonio Conte will wait until the season starts, and then you know to see how 
how backed he has been in the summer transfer window. But so far, so good. Um, yeah. I would expect that to happen. Um, Ricky, I know you're one of the most positive people I know. Um, how are you feeling at the moment? My friend, I am. I'm. I'm. I'm over the moon. I'm over the moon. I think that um, a lot of credit, and I know there's going to be a lot of fans out there that are still, you know, they're going to disagree and they're probably going to fight against me right now. But um, I think a lot of credit has got to go to Levy and the board right now. Um, you know, they've done everything that we've asked them to do. Last year, I remember kind of wanting Levy to step away from footballing matters, concentrate on the business where he's at his best. And bring somebody, bring a football man in to deal with the football matters at hand. And he brought in Paratici. You know, we we had a, uh, a a failed appointment in Nuno, but then as soon as Nuno's out of the picture, we go for the best in class. You know, and and we we then, you know, have to start changing. If we if we want to go some places, then we have to start changing. You know, um, the the whole philosophy at the at the club. And then not only has that happened, but Conte has then got the best out of a bunch of players that we thought were on the slide, to be fair. He's, 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 he's given players like Dyer, players like Davies, you know, Hoiberg. He's, he's risen the level of, of some people, Doc, you know, Doherty. He's risen, risen the, level, uh, the level of some, some players that we never thought would, you know, reach any level with Tottenham. So he's proved, he's proved his worth. And right now, we knew that the, the opportunity was here for us to go back into the big, big time, to be back as a club that, that worries other teams and worries the positions in the league. And we're doing it, you know, um, we're doing it. We trust the manager. We trust, the, we trust Paratici. Um, you know, the fact that Bentecourt and Kulazewski came in in January proves the point. So we're putting all our eggs, like Russ was saying, now, we're putting all our eggs in the Conte basket, basket right now. And I love that they're backing their chat with action. You know, we've gone and got in Perisic. We've gone and got in Forster, who's, you know, a good number two, solid. He's not going to set the world alight, but he's definitely, if something happens to Larice or on a rotation, he can handle that. And then, you know, we've just pretty much, we've got the here we go from uh, Fabrizio. So I'm assuming it's all done and dusted. And we've got Basuma in, uh, in, who has been, like you said earlier, Chris, who's been an underrated player for a long time. Um, he's one that our, our friend Costa wanted for a long time. So I know he's going to be proper buzzing to have Basuma in midfield. And um, I think, you know, it's bright days ahead. It, it's hard to even describe how we're feeling, the Tottenham fans, because we haven't been here. We've always hoped for it. We've always wished for it. We're always like, this year something's going to happen. And I think that this year's transfer window is going to be one to remember. It's, it's going to put that one where we didn't sign anybody for 500 and odd days. I know you know inside backwards how many days that was, Chris. But 518. We, there we go. I, I knew it. Right, the 518 <laughs> days, bro. I, I think we can put that to bed right now. I think we can give credit to uh, Levy, the board, Paratici, Conte, the team that they're building right now. Not only on the field, but off the field now as well. Do you know what I mean? So they're, they're doing a tremendous um, job and and we all need it to continue and it's good times ahead. Do you know, Ricky, it's so funny you mentioned Anthony Costa. I spoke to him on the phone earlier <laughs> and it was probably the shortest conversation we have ever had. And do you know why? Because he, he can't moan about anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so short. Bro, it was great. I had, 
I had the same thing. The day that we 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 signed, but whoa, when was it? It came out the other day, yesterday, day before. I had two missed calls, right? At at like 8:30 in the morning and then at like 9:30. I was like, what's going on? It's Costa. So then I start checking Twitter. I'm like, what's he talking? I'm like, ah, oh, we're in for Basuma. Ah, oh, this is happening. So I phoned him back, bro. Exactly what you said. Our conversation was three minutes long. There and you go. We couldn't do we couldn't do nothing but wax lyrical about Basuma. <laughs> Andy, let's come to you. How are you feeling as a Spurs fan right now? Because let's face it, all of us, all of us Tottenham Hotspur fans have been through it. Is this the time? Is this the time that we are going to get trophies? And is Antonio Conte the man to deliver? Yeah, yeah uh, Russ brought up a very, very um, uh, good point in question, which I was going to ask. Well done, Russ. Um, it is regarding uh, um, our godfather, uh, Conte, because I too was wondering. Uh, I mean, miraculously, it looks as though the board are going to take a gamble, which I've always wanted them to do regarding Costa. <laughs> uh, uh, regarding Conte uh, and Costa, yes. <laughs> yeah, they're a good double act, actually. Like, they like, are. Uh, He'll love that. The, uh, no, Costa and Conte, they, they were a 1940s double act. It didn't quite make it, but Costello and Abbott did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah um, I, too, like you, Russ, I think, look, if if the board are going to meet him halfway and, uh, and satisfy his requirements, I agree with Russ here that, you know, he, Conte, come on, you're going to have to extend... Your contract. The, the only reason I'm kind of saying this is, you asked me about trophies, and if we are to go on this successful run of, you know, uh, a league cup, FA Cup, whatever, whatever, I think we're going to need this manager for a couple of seasons to, yeah, you know, uh, let him really bed in. He's a very, um, he strikes me as, uh, yes, you're right, he is a league manager. But he's very sort of regimental as well. He has a certain way of playing. And I just think it's going to take time. And we need we need him here for a couple of seasons, guys, in my opinion. Um, so, yes, I am optimistic. Uh, admittedly, I always err on caution. Um, I suppose that's what happens when you've been a Tottenham fan for 3,000 years. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, I was around. Uh, well, Moses was a Tottenham fan, and he always had <laughs> he had them stones to chip out the trophies that we were going to win. But uh, no, I um, I am, I, you know, I am optimistic. But uh, as Russ says, I, I think we we need him to stay, guys. We need him to. Put down some light finger. I'm not saying he should stay ten years or anything, but all these man successful managers need time to bed in. And you know, admittedly, I want what Arsenal had. I want a Graham and a Wenger. I want sixteen. I think we all do. Sixteen years of unrelenting trophies, European cups, and championships. I want to hear the score of the Emirates. You know, Arsenal near Spurs six. Um, yeah, but we, I, as I say, I'm being repetitive. I am optimistic, but we need him to stay and, and let him, you know, let him do an Inter Milan for us. Yeah, 
Russ, let's come to you. Um, now, it looks like this deal has been done. Eve Basuma, Brighton to Tottenham Hotspur for £25 yeah. million. Pounds. The paperwork has been signed. He's 25 years old. Um, he's played in the Premier League for a good few seasons for Brighton. 112 Premier League appearances, three goals, two assists. What do you make of this signing? Um, well, um, obviously, it's a good signing for Tottenham. There's no question about that. I think we ought to thank Graham Potter for turning him into the player that he's become. Um and I think our midfield, for the ambitions that obviously Conte has got, and we hope, and it appears that the owners have as well, our midfield isn't good enough. Uh, that ended last season. Uh, I mean, we're not good enough in quite a few positions, in my opinion. And I think most Spurs fans would probably agree with the positions that I have said before on, on your show, Chris. Um he is a brilliant addition to our midfield. I mean, I, I don't know what everybody else thinks. Thinking about the midfield, I quite like Ericsson to come back. I think there is a chance. Uh, would everybody on the show, Ricky and Andy, would you welcome Christian Ericsson back at 30 years of age to play like he did for Conte into Milan? He's got a new lease of life, I think, Ericsson. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what it appears to be. Um, I agree, guys, that we... I think we do need a bit more guile in midfield. And also as Tottenham fans, don't you think, guys, that we... I think over the years, I mean years, we, we've always had some creative spark in midfield. Yeah. It isn't just been uh, a, a midfield, uh, a collection of runners and energy. Although we do need that. I do, you know, I, th I think over the years, uh, 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 Tottenham fans, and many, many years, um, we've had good, skillful midfield players. And, I mean, all you guys could, we could all name numerous uh, 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 midfielders. But, yes, I agree, Russ, maybe. I think Ericsson, possibly, he's got a new lease of life, as I said. Free transfer, he knows the club. I don't need to be high risk. No. And he can take corners properly. And he can <laughs> take free kicks from just outside the box. Two areas that I think we struggled in badly. Yeah. You know, taking good corners. Our goals are from corners, unless I'm seriously mistaken, must be quite small. The amount of times... I was going to say, the amount of times I've mentioned this on this channel about bringing Christian Eriksen back, and I'm a huge fan of Christian Eriksen, and I'm accused every single time of being sentimental in, in, in trying to go back to, you know, bringing, bringing players back to the club. But... I just see a real quality player. And when you can use five subs from the start of next season in Premier League exactly. games, it's a no-brainer for me. A free transfer yeah. as well. He knows Harry Kane. He knows Hunmin Son. He knows half the squad. He's played under Conte before. A real quality player, as you've said. Um, it is a no-brainer. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, he probably would know that he isn't going to start every game. But as you say, with the five subs, you know, Wow, yeah. that'd be great. We need a locksmith in midfield. Yeah, Somebody yeah. who can play those balls if they're not being delivered by the wing-backs, which Conti, as we all know, likes to play. And we're going to see what happens on that front, um, you know, for next season. But we, we do need somebody who can play one pass, I think, boys, yeah. that can make the difference for Sonny and, and Harry and maybe another striker if we sign one. Who knows? Uh, to have more opportunities to score because we've got big ambitions. We have to score more goals against better teams. Yeah. Russ, can I just come or back to you on the point? 
When you said about the midfield, with uh, the signing of Basuma, who does he replace for you? Well, I mean, uh, that is um, a really good question. I mean, you know, Hoiberg for me is has been a really uh, had a really pretty good season um but i don't think conte for example is going to be sentimental about anybody you know obviously he's a player that he wants he's an admirer and um i would imagine his position could be vulnerable mm. i would have thought um but you know there's all sorts of other questions that come into this you know is it, could eric Dyer not play in the center anymore kind of be a libero if you like behind a, a back three is he going to stay as a central defender and incidentally why the hell is he not in the england squad that's another discussion i mean to me yeah. it's lunacy because yeah. uh, he's had a brilliant sort of resurrection isn't he you know conti is like this football alchemist he's yeah. turned his lead into gold you know, people we thought were done. Your Davis, I think Andy and Ricky were saying, you know, even Eric Dyer, people like that, you know, Matt Doherty. Yeah. All of a sudden, get some magic sprinkle in their boots again that we thought had left them and they were on the way out of the club. So that that's what he does. Um, so it's going to be very interesting. But what, one thing we could be sure of, he'll get it right from game number one. Pre-season, yeah. he will work out exactly who's going to be where, and of course, there's going to be disappointed players. There'll be players that believe in the club. There's players who won't get much of a look in, as we all know. Uh, and midfield, we need it to be competitive because that's the engine room, isn't it, of our team, where everything comes from. Really, stop the goals, give it to the midfield, create the chances. I mean, it's basics. Ricky, let's come to you. Um, this transfer window is going exactly how I thought it would. Um, you know, in Conte signing experienced players and players that have played in the Premier League. What do you make of this uh, signing of Basuma and who do you think he will replace? Because surely he's going to walk straight into the team. Um, firstly, I think it's a fantastic signing. I think it gives us a lot of what we've been missing. Um, I think he can raise the level of the midfield. Um, about replacing, though, I don't think right now it's about replacement. Um, I think Benton Kerr is the number one in there because I think Benton Kerr gives us something that we haven't had again for a very, very, very long time. So I assume Basuma is going to be fighting Hoiberg. But this is this is about rotation. It's about competition for places. We, we know when players have competition for their place that the level raises, you, you know, and they push each other on. To, to new heights, to new levels. You know, Basuma had a fantastic season last year with uh, Brighton, but can you imagine what he's going to be like under Conte, in a Conte yeah. regime? You know what I mean? Under a Conte system, after a Conte preseason? Bro, we're going to hit new levels. So it, I think it's not so much about replacing, but it's about competition. Suddenly, you know, we don't have to run Hoiberg into the ground, which we have done many a time, uh, season in, season out, since he's joined. There's time, in his first season, bro, I remember him being all everywhere. I remember him being everywhere, covering left back, covering right back, covering whoever he was in midfield with, normally Winks. He was covering everybody. He was doing everybody's job so that by the time it got to January, February, he, he, he his legs were gone. Do you know what I mean? Or he was very fatigued, but still going through the barrier to be there for us and to try and put in some type of performance. So that's where we've had dipped performances with Hoiberg. I think the fact that them two can rotate and compete against each other is only good for us. 
And this is what they're doing the whole way through the squad. Nobody's going to, apart from Harry Kane, nobody's really going to be nailed on 100% uh, starter. I think they, they, they're going to bring in somebody that's going to compete with Sonny and Kulazewski, I think, um, and rotate with them for the same reasons. The same in midfield with Basuma, the same at the wing backs. You know, it's all about options. And the one problem that we had last year, going up against teams like Burnley, and others, Wolves at times, but that being able to break down a low block, somebody like Ericsson or a creative midfielder can come in and help us change the system and and have somebody that can feed that that pass, that can unlock the defence, that can break down uh, the opposition's low block and, and only make us more dangerous. So this is what he's after. You know, we know, we've heard reports that Conte looks at the bench many a time last season and was like... I can't change nothing. So, you know what? Let me let me crack on with... All right, you know what, Lucas? All right, Lucas, come on for the last bit. Do you know what I mean? He didn't have no options. But right now, he's going to have plenty of options. All the options that he requires for us to be successful. So, it's just exciting times. It's just exciting times, Chris. It's interesting because back in 2018, Spurs scouted two players um, in the centre of midfield. Tongi Ondombele and Yves Basuma. And we went with Tongi Ondombele. Um, yeah. Andy, what what are your thoughts on this signing? Uh, as I said earlier on, I've been very, very impressed with him for a lot of reasons. Um, he's got a bloody good engine. Um, skillful, has technique. As I said before, um, I'm being repetitive, but this guy can bite in a tackle. And he can nick you a goal as well. And... Um, yeah. There's something box to box. As I said before, he, I think he's the nearest player we've had since Dembele. I think he's got those kind of energy levels about him. And uh, he's a skillful player. Um, I, you know, Ricky was saying about that. Yes, um, I agree. This player, um, I mean, and as Russ says about a, um, a creative midfield player, that will, I think he's after options, Conti, as well, uh, in terms of play. Yeah, if we uh, come up against uh, like a Burnley, uh, two backs of four, uh, as the old expression was, and, and we did, we did find it hard to break these type uh, these type of teams down. I, I'm really um, excited about. Um, the uh, I've got his name. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about him, and uh, I, I agree with Russ. I'm a huge Gary, uh, uh, Potter fan as well, not Harry Potter, of course, but uh, <laughs> uh, but um, uh, no, that's a job. I just enjoyed it, <laughs> it's a job. Harry it's Potter, a job, yeah. Yeah. Well, I won't wave me wand about, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Really, uh, Family's no. Yeah, we're live. Yeah, we're live. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't want to make you all disappear. Good God. Um, but, um, I, I'm, a, as, as I said, I'm a massive fan of the Brighton uh, manager. Um, I thought if we, you know, we never had Conti, I, that's the man I would have gone for. Um, and I, I think he's helped Basuma yeah. and a lot of Brighton players, but we've got him now. And um, uh, my, myself and my son is highly excited about Basuma. We both. Uh, uh, months ago, was saying that's the player, that's the midfielder we need, and 
Yes, maybe he will be in competition with Hoybjerg. Maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. But as, um, you know, as Ricky was saying, uh, it, it, it's, it's options. Um, I, I'm very excited about him. Uh, anyway, I've written up his CV. Uh, <laughs> Addy, I, I also want to ask you about Christian Eriksson, as Russ mentioned, because, um, you know, he's gone off on holiday now. He's got a whole host of offers from lots of clubs. Um, it's been widely reported, uh, you know, Manchester United, Spurs are interested. He wants to um, play in the Champions League, although he said it's not a priority, but he wants to play in the Champions League. There's, there's no doubt about that. Every footballer wants to play in, in the best competitions. He loves London. Now, the only two London clubs playing in the Champions League are Spurs and Chelsea. Well, the, the move to Chelsea is never going to happen. Do you see, uh, you know, if you were Christian Eriksen, Going on holiday now, what what would be going through your mind? Do you think that you would want to be going back to Spurs? Well, um, being a Spurs fan, I'd like to get into his brain and say, yes, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, he, as, you, as you guys have said, that um, he knows half the squad. He's played with Conte. I think all the elements are there, all the pluses are there. But there's this horrible... Oh, reoccurring nightmare that Chelsea could always, uh, you know, give him more money or offer him something, you know, free tickets at the Royal Court. I'd <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, um, like, as I said before, I think he's got a new lease of life. Um, yeah. I think it is a no-brainer, but we just don't know, do we? I mean, but I, I you know, I agree with Russ that if we are to get another midfielder, we need, you're right, a locksmith. You know, we need, well, we do. you know, we, we need a, a hoddle type player, but they don't make them like that anymore. You, you know, but um, we need, yes, we need creativity because we've got energy now. We've got legs. We've got that. Um, I, I, I like Hoybjerg. He's the type of player that you want in the trenches. But a uh, mate of mine who is a Southampton fan did always say, look, he's a good player, but his passing at times leaves a lot to be desired. He's not, you know, he's not one of these uh, uh, players who bursts forward and, and will, you, you know, deliver this 45-yard uh, defence-splitting pass. You know, he's not that type of player. But um, options, as, as, as Ricky said, you know, we, we need options. Uh, and as for uh, Mr. Ericsson, come back, come on, Eric. You know it makes sense. <laughs> Russ, let's come to you. Now, various yeah. reports have been published today stating mm. that Conte is now eyeing three or four more signings, a, a, a forward, not just a forward, though, a versatile forward, um, a right-back and a creative midfielder. Um, do you see um, this summer Antonio Conte getting everything he wants? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I think it must have been the discussion, you know, must have been like the gunfight at the OK Corral between the owners and him. And uh, he won. Yeah, I, I I do think that he, if he doesn't get 100%, he'll get 95 I think. Um, and, you know, uh, as Ricky was saying earlier on the show, Daniel Levy and the owners do this. It's, you know, they have to be given credit. 
you know, they, they have to have some credit in the bank. And it's easier to go Levy, this, that and the other. And we all are frustrated with them. God knows. But, you know, stadium aside, um, they've, they've gone out and got Conte after some dreadful managerial decisions over the last 10 years, as we all know. And um, he said, look, I'm serious. Are you serious? If so, I need blah, blah and blah. And I believe that he'll get very close, if not all of of what he wants, but only if, if the players are available and they could do the deals for the players that he wants. I don't think he'll just get anybody in. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really positive uh, that he is, he is going to get exactly what he wants because then, you know, Mr. Levy could sit there and say, well, you wanted the manager to be backed. We backed him. And if it's gone brilliantly well, he'll be going, got away with that one. Excellent. <laughs> and if it goes badly, he'll be going, Back to the old ways, you know, <laughs> 10 to 11 on uh, deadline day, final day, which we never want to see because we've done some terrible business like that. We've done some brilliant business, Rafa van der Vaart, for example. Mm. But we have done some terrible panic buys. And it, I don't think it's happening now. I think we're going a different route. As Ricky was saying, we had a chat, obviously, all of us before we came onto the show live tonight. And uh, Ricky made a, you know... A, Many good points, uh, but I, I, I think that the mindset has completely changed at the football club. And that means diehard Spurs fans used to getting so close, expecting glory, but accepting failure. We're going to have to change the way we think about things as well, I think. And it's important. It's interesting, though, Russ, isn't it? The fact that we've signed two players already on free transfers. Basuma is an absolute bargain, in my opinion, at £25 million. Yeah. If we sign Christian Eriksen on a free transfer and we sign Jed Spence for £20 million, we are then only looking for a versatile forward that Antonio Conte wants. That means that we would have spent £45 million this summer. Now, when you think the players like Giovanni Lo Celso, uh, Tongion Dombele, Harry Winks and co, they could all leave the club. We could end up improving this squad yeah. a lot and end up with a profit at the end of the summer. Daniel will love that, won't he? Absolutely <laughs> love it. Um, but that, that's good business. Though, that's what Paratici is there for as well, isn't it? That's what he's meant to do. To And look what he did in January with Bentoncourt and, and Kulusevsky. Yeah. You know, I mean, that is the sort of the opening salvo from Paratici and, and Conte and you can't argue with it, can you? Yeah. Ricky, let's come to you. Um, loads of people have mentioned this name um, in the comments this evening. Rashalison. Everton star Rashalison. What are your thoughts on Rashalison? Because personally, for me, I think uh, he's a very versatile forward, what we're looking for. He can play on the left, he can play on the right, he can play through the middle, a number of different positions he can play. I would welcome him at Spurs. I like him. What, your, what are your thoughts? Um, you know, I I think there's a lot of ability in there. And like you said, he is versatile. There, there is one thing that I don't really like, but that's because of when he's played against us. He's he's dived all over the pitch or he's made up things all over the pitch. Do you know what I mean? So I, I don't really like that side of the game. Um, I know it happens, but it was just, you know, it just seemed that he would, it, it would happen against us regularly. Do you know what I mean? So... That's got that's got me a little bit comsara about it. But what I would say is that this versatile forward that they're looking for, 
again, it's within the same vein as what Conte wants. You know, uh, they're looking for high experience. You know, we're, we're not looking for a young one to, to, to come in, i.e., you know, Brian Hill or, or even like Troy Parrott. We're not bringing in a young one going, look, these lot are starters. You lot can come on and rotate. They're looking for big boys. We've been linked to Sterling. We've been linked to uh, Jesus, uh, Sam Maximum. So these, these type of forwards are all roughly, they're, they're very similar, you know? Um, so whichever one that they do choose or whichever one Conte wants will be the right one for what is about to come at Tottenham uh, next season, you know? So I am like very kind of uh, confident uh, whoever they bring in, if it is Richarlison, I'll accept it. Of course I will. And I'll back it. And, you know, w when he gets us five fouls against the Gooners, I'll be a happy guy. Do you know what I mean? So... Um, but yeah, whatever Conte wants is the bottom line. Whatever Conte feels is the best guy for for the job. I'm I'm all over it, bro. I'm all over it. And and again, to kind of look at how the tide is shifting. When was the last time uh, Enoch as a company put any money up front into the transfer kitten? Like it's for the first time in ages. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've never heard it. I've always heard we've got to sell to buy. We've got to sell to buy. I've always heard that. And that's all I can remember, really. But like for the first time ever, we've got 150 million in that kitty so that we don't have to dilly dally. The fact that we can go and get the targets that we want means that we've got a plan and we're trying to execute that plan before preseason so that we can be as strong as we can be going into the season. So whoever they bring in, I'm backing it and I'm down for it. Do you, do you think we could get that real world-class statement of signing, Ricky, with that money? I think so. I, this is why I think the uh, the kind of the talk on the left centre back has kind of quietened down a little bit. I think Bastoni was the number one. I think there's been a bit of kind of back and forth, but all right, his agents come out and Inter have come out and said that Bastoni's staying, but <clears throat> we haven't gone after another left centre back um, from what we're hearing. But we know how Paratici works. 10 players for one position, and then when he's ready to pull the trigger, he will pull the trigger. So I think that Bastoni being the number one that Conte wanted, I think that they are going to assess the situation for the for the next couple of weeks. And then if and when Inter need that money, I think we're going to go in with a, a proper bid and kind of go, look, this is what we're saying. What are you saying? And I, I, I think that we've got the, the, the money, the pool, we've got the manager, we've got the stadium. We've got <clears throat> rambunctious fans that can't wait to sing, uh, sing his name. So I think it's, it's all there. It's all there. So I, I do think that we can go in. And I think that this is why they're talking about spending this, this type of money, 40, 50, 60 million on a forward that at this present time is going to start on the bench. Can you hear what we're saying? This is Tottenham Hotspur yeah. we're talking about. 40, 50, 60 million for a versatile <laughs> right. forward who's going to start on the bench. They're going to compete, of course, with Kulu yep. and with Sonny and, with, and be able to rotate with Kane. But they're going to sit on the bench first and foremost. So we're, we're at a different stage. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're actually buying and acting and walking and talking like big boys. So whatever they're doing, bro, oh, I just can't wait, honestly. Love the excitement. Andy, um, a comment here from MRD says, guys, pinch me. Chelsea fans today tell me they're worried about Spurs on the march. Now, um, there, there are a lot of uh, opposition fans very worried about what Tottenham Hotspur are doing right now, isn't there? 
Uh, well, um, as uh, Russ and Ricky and yourself have said, that we've um, we're buying early guys now. Whether they're free transfers, whether um, we're getting deals done early, and as Russ has pointed out, you know, uh, 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 the last day of uh, August. <laughs> Five to bloody twelve, uh, and you know we, we bought some—I uh, don't know—some fella from a country that's uh, got no bloody vowels in. Uh, <laughs> uh, ah. Yeah, he bought him about fourteeners because uh, Levy's gone and made some uh, Del Boy deal. Um, uh, but no, we, 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 we are now um, operating as the Russians as. Oh, it's worth what it wants to. So, yeah. yes, maybe Chelsea are slightly worried. Um, I, um, you were talking about this 150 uh, mil that Enoch have uh, uh, given us. Uh, my, my wife always says how, um, you know, spectacularly dense I am. Um, explain to me, and I am, I am somewhat dense. Uh, this 150 mil, which uh, apparently I did read, most of it will go on the pitch. Uh, is this an extra into, uh, is this part of the initial transfer fund? Was it part of, uh, obviously there was a, a transfer fund before, um, you know, uh, uh, Joe Lewis had this brainstorm and thought, yeah, what's his spare change doing? Uh, and thrown it to us. Um, was this, this isn't our transfer budget, though, is it? It must have been an initial transfer budget, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's a lot of money there, and and this is this, this is what I was trying to make the point of mm. earlier. Of when you're thinking about player sales as well, right. there is a lot of money there. Yeah. And and this is why I said to Ricky about you know a real world class statement signing. Um, I ask everybody who comes on this channel, when was the last time you were really excited about a signing? Now I have to go back to 1994. Jürgen Klingsmann, because yeah. the reason why I say that is because Jürgen Klingsmann at that time was a world-class player. Mm. We've had some fantastic players like Modric and co, but um, when we signed them, were they a world-class player? No. I, 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 that's why I go back to Klingsmann. Andy, yeah. when was the last time you were really excited by a transfer window or a signing? Um, well, I wasn't too excited about Colin Lee. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, I suppose it, it would be... Um, Possibly, maybe Chivers. I mean, our dealers would have been, and, and Ricky uh, would have been. So uh, you're going way back. Um, I mean, that would have been uh, uh, exciting uh, to see these two World Cup winners. Um, Chivers, possibly. I was a young lad, and he was this big centre forward from Southampton. Um, uh, oh dear, I've been there since, what was it 1965? Uh, I can't say Greaves, he was already there. But, uh, yeah, maybe Ozzy um, and, and Ricky were, were you know, they, um, Ricky was, you know, the 1978 uh, 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 World Cup, uh, all the ticker tape, and, and uh, that was very exciting. And then we lost 4-1 at home, and we all got brought down to earth. But, <laughs> but yes, um, these are, I agree with you, Guy. I don't want to put it down on it. Look, these are exciting times. I really like the manager. I think we've got... I'm excited about the manager. Yeah. Uh, as much as the players. 
I, I honestly believe this guy could do something for Tottenham. I really believe he's, he's even better than Pock. And we all love Pock for one reason or another. He tried to make us a league side. Uh, uh, I know there's a lot on social media that, 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 yes, he did make mistakes, but he was passionate. And yes, he went two transfer windows. I mean, he, could, he got us second, second runners up. First time in since 1963. 53 effing years. Yeah. Uh, second, unbeaten at home. Four yeah. defeats. Less than a double side. Scored more goals than Chelsea. Conceded less. And we still never won the effing league. <laughs> Well, there you are. But I'm excited about the manager as much as the players. I think this guy could be bigger than me. You know, yeah, Bergenshaw is our most successful, well, second most successful manager. This guy could really take us somewhere. So, uh, uh, can't he please stay? Please. Gonna, <laughs> I'm begging you, mate. We all are. I'm going to rush for a few names now because we've got a lot to get yeah. through. Uh, and we haven't even talked about the fixtures yet. Russ, let's come to you. Right. Um, Reports are stating uh, in the last 24, 48 hours that Lucas Mora could be on his way out of the door for 20 million euros. Um, would you sell him if you had the choice? Yeah, you can't. I think I would, actually. As brilliant as he's been on rare occasions, Amsterdam, of course, is etched in our history. But I think he's the sort of bloke who wants to play all the time and he's not going to play all the time. And the Spurs team... Uh, under Conte. So I personally would, if he wanted to go, I'd sell him as long as the money's right, my boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> incidentally, just a, a quick word about Richarlison. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, Ricky, about if he comes to the club, you know, obviously we're going to back him and get behind him. There is a hint of the old Spurs signing about that potential deal. 45, 50, 60 million for a player in a side that nearly got relegated who's got a bit of talent. Could we not spend the money better in another area of the team? I don't know. That's just my view. It's a bit old Spurs, that one, for me. We're also being linked linked, uh, to Rafinha, Russ. Do you like him? Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, I like like Rafinha. Uh, But he's got to do it more often. Uh, You know, I mean, I've worked for the last, uh, well, up to about a year ago, I was doing the championship a lot. And, and obviously we were heavily involved in um, Leeds' promotion, finally, under Bielsa to the mm-hmm. Premier League. And he was he was amazing for them. I mean, people were saying, this guy is going to grace the Premier League. Well, he does, but not as often as I would like if he came to Spurs. Maybe you get better under Conte. I'm not sure he's a Conte type of player, though. Uh, he's a, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. Um, Ricky, let's come to you. Um, during the week, Hunmin Son's dad came out and said that his son uh, is not world-class. He needs to give that extra 10%. What did you make of those comments? <clears throat> it's um, taken out of context, Chris. Firstly, I, I, I'm sure that he, he said it a while back. I think it was on the Sony documentary that he said it. it he, at- he said it a while back, and then a journalist said, have you changed your mind? And he said no. Okay, but if you look at the context in what he was saying, and I'm getting this from Ali Gold, so I just watched his video, I think, last night, and I think the reporter that he was speaking to has broken it down, where he's basically 
and I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically says something along the lines of being humble. You've never reached your top. Do you know what I mean? You've always got to look to to give an extra ten more ten percent more. If you feel that you're world class, that's where you kind of stagnate and then you drop drop off. So. Sonny's dad, if you've seen that sensational uh, documentary on Amazon, it's fantastic. If you haven't, go watch it. But um, you see how hardworking, how humble, how um, they, they, you know, his dad and Sonny, they never complain about anything. They just kind of keep working until he gets better. You know, Sonny was doing training after training with his dad um, when he was in Germany. Um, so... I think it's taken out of context. I think that the the media has spun it to try and dampen Tottenham fans' uh, expectations. I think, you know, there was also that cheeky story that came out about Liverpool may have put in a cheeky bid for Son. Then Man City are talking about Sonny. I think it's just to to upset us, to destabilise us us as a fan base, because we know that Sonny loves us inside backwards. You know he loves Spurs. You know he loves playing... Uh, with a cockerel on his chest, you know he loves every single one of us in 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 the in the stadium. He loves playing with Sonny. Uh, he loves playing with Kane. My my apologies, and I think that he's got a new lease of life and a new burst of energy and a new kind of uh, goal in in his footballing life under Conte because we're going in a totally new direction. So I think him being the age that he is as well, he ain't going nowhere. He loves it at Tottenham. Um, you know, so those 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 quotes and those uh things that came out by his dad i i'm not taking i'm not paying any attention to whatsoever fair enough um andy let's come to you um now it's been widely reported for weeks now about we could be signing jed spence from middlesbrough for 20 million pounds now if this deal does happen who do you see leaving emerson royale or matt doherty um difficult really because um uh, uh, Conte has done his best to improve them both. Yeah, um, Doherty was uh, playing well until he was injured. But uh, uh, the thing is with Doherty, uh, he's what he's thirty. Look, in my opinion, yes, he did do okay, but he, uh, guys, he can't occupy defence. And I have to say the same. Um, with Royale as well, um, he cannot really occupy a defence. Uh, I mean, bless him, Royale. I mean, um, you know, the lad can't cross the road. They're my boat. But again, uh, Chris, you were saying he's a magician. Well, he is close to a magician. He has got the best. Uh, again, I'm banging on about Conti, but. He's yep. got the best out of stunningly average players. Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, uh, possibly uh, um, Doherty would stay. Uh, uh, um, the, the lad from Middlesbrough, I, uh, I saw him in a cup game against Tottenham a few seasons back playing for Middlesbrough. And my son and I were both saying, he's quite useful, that lad. Uh, I don't you remember it a uh, cup game against Middlesbrough? Yeah. Did uh-huh. I imagine it? Or I wasn't on acid, guys. I'm sure. <laughs> um, I, I'm sure um, we played him, um, and he, he actually had a good game. Um, 
Yeah, um, he's, he's done very well against Premiership teams. Um, I still think he's quite raw, but I do believe um, this kid Spence is better than what we have at the moment. And if, as Russ was saying, we are, and as we all know, wing backs as a creative source, we need an upgrade. Uh, left and right. We've got Peratici who could do the job. I'm actually, uh, we haven't spoken about him, but um, uh, he could do a job for us, that, uh, that lad. Uh, even at his age, you know, apparently he's very fit. Uh, going back to Spence, um, 20 odd mil, yeah. I, um, and he's English, and we need an English quota. Yeah. That seems a very cheap deal to me, though, Andy. I know yeah. I know some Spurs fans have said it's expensive for a championship player, but what do you get now for £20 million? You don't get an awful lot, but this seems a lot of quality for me for that money. But, yeah, but apparently we could have got the lad for 15 but Daniel being Daniel, you know, uh, uh, he's threw in an opera verb, but uh, it was something like 11 or 12 and... They were never going to accept that. So, it, I mean, you know, the kids had a good good season and it's up to 20, guys, you know. So, um, yep. we've got this 150 mil. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, um, look, um, I, I believe this kid potentially is better than what we have on the right side. Yeah. He can cross a ball. He can occupy a defence as well. Yep. Uh, and, and he is better than what we have. I, I don't know what you guys um, and think about that, but um, yeah, well, yeah I'm at 20 mil. I was going to ask all you guys um, to come in and, and give me any other names that we've not mentioned so far um, or, or players that you would like to see Spurs sign. And when you've said, Andy, about all of that money, you're thinking that money's sitting there. You know, we, we need to go out and spend it. Um, it's, it's, it's great that we've got these free transfers in, experienced players, but I would just love, um, and I don't know whether I'm dreaming here, but I would just love this summer to have a real statement, world-class signing, as I keep going on about all of the time. Uh, <laughs> Russ, any players that you would love well, to see at Spurs this summer? Yeah. Really I mean, Karen Benzema, we'll have him. That'd be good, wouldn't it, for the Champions League? But that's never going to happen. So, well... Unless Conte, the Harry Potter of football, <laughs> you never know. I have a, a player I really, really like because he scores goals, he can run past people, and he can pass Anthony Gordon of Everton. They never sell him, but I really, really think he's a good player. And I think he'd suit our style of play. That's the one player I can think of that's homegrown. And it's really important. We do need the quotas. So, yeah, yeah him. Ricky, anyone you fancy? Um, you know what? I do think that we're we're, we're going to go back in for Bastoni, so that that would be my my number one right there. But I, I would love if we was to sell both right backs. Um, I would love Denzel Dumfries um, at right wing back as well as Jed Spence. I think that would be fantastic mm. and great for rotation and great for competition as well. Um, there's a there's a guy that plays in the Liga. I can't remember what team it's for right now, but his name's Anarchy Williams. He plays all the time. He's very strong, very quick, very skillful. Bangs a goal. He's, he's played number nine, number ten. Played on both wings at times, but very reliable. I've always looked at him and thought I think he could do a job for us. But 
again. <laughs> it's not about me. It's about what Conte wants. And I'm down for I want what Conte wants. That's what I want. Uh -huh. Yeah. Andy, any other names? Um, no, I mean, I, whoever comes in has got to fit his system. He, he, I mean, you know, I, I believe that Conte, as you guys do, look, he has a particular way of playing. It's even a little regimental, in my opinion, but it works. And, um, I, I, I know, I, I look, to be honest with you, we assume is, as I get. Saying before, uh, uh, my son Arch and me were saying when you, you know, uh, when we played Brighton, when they done us, uh, when they done us at um, the uh, the new the Lady Gaga Stadium, um, uh, <laughs> sorry, the um, uh, uh, what's it called, the Tottenham Levy Hotspur Stadium, <laughs> whatever, uh, yeah, Gaga uh, hasn't been there yet, yeah, the Gaga Stadium, yeah, uh, the um. I thought Basuma uh, ran the show, uh, mm. you know, mm. and I, so yeah. I'm really pleased that we've got him. Um, yeah, there are players that uh, uh, you know I, I, I can sort of think of, but um, they got to fit into um, Conti's system, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Well, the fixtures came out today for the new season, 2022-2023, and we will be playing Southampton at home on the 6th of August, followed by Chelsea away, Wolves at home, Nottingham Forest away, and West Ham away. Uh, Ricky, it only seems right to start with you, because this comment on screen here, I do not see Watford away on the fixture list. Thank <laughs> God for that, he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they've got relegated. And, and, so, and if Russ and, if Russ and Andy have, no, haven't got a clue what we're on about here, right. you better repeat your story. Yeah, no, I'm not, repe I'm not repeating it. It's on every video. Oh, good. You can check no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. No, I was supposed to go to Watford and I ended up going to Tottenham. That's the bottom line of it, boys. You know, like, I was, yeah. I can't, I can't go into it. I've got to leave it alone. Okay. I've got to leave it alone. I've got to go. <laughs> it's, it's, it's chased me for so damn long that I've got to let it go. It was, I was supposed to go to Watford away and I turned up at the Tottenham Stadium thinking it was at, at home instead of away. That's the bottom line of it. But yeah, so the fans yeah. keep getting me. They keep, keep, they won't let it go, but I love okay. them. I love them. But, um, yeah, bro, do you I, know what? I love Russ when Russ just said, wow, and I, and I just took that as, like, what an idiot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know, I know, and I accept it, I know. Um, but, no, no, great, great fixtures to start the season. I, I, I think it's a, you know, Southampton um, is a great way to kind of, it, it's always a good game against Southampton. Um, I think they, they play good football themselves. Do you know what I mean? They, it, it's not so defensive. It's not so low block. So I think it'd be an open game. I think it'd be a great one to start the season. And then did you say it was Chelsea next? Chelsea, Chelsea away. Chelsea away. I think that's going to be a great test as well. I think Conte is going to go into that with fire and brimstone because of the, you know, all of the Chelsea games last season, the Cups and the league. Um... Mm. So I think he's going to go in with fire and brimstone and kind of not only set out his stall to prove something to those watching, but those other teams, you know, and, and the players, not only in the squad, but at other teams as well, that Tottenham are not messing around this year. So um, I think it's a, it's, it's a fantastic uh, start to the season. I love that we finish off the, the, the month of West Ham as well. Fantastic. Good times. I cannot wait. I don't see us dropping a point. Wait. 
<laughs> Love the confidence. I know. Um, I know. We always say like there's never um, an easy game in the Premier League, Andy. But you know, when you look at those five games, I know Chelsea away is going to be difficult. But the other games, we should be winning those. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, we got Southampton at home, and I, I, I do the Spurs podcast, and I love doing. As I'm loving doing this one. Um, but the one thing I hate about the Spurs. I don't hate it. I, I, I sort of feel uncomfortable. It's right at the end when they say to you, you know, uh, they give you this, um, right, you, you've got to predict the score. And, uh, you know, uh, and it was at Southampton, go, oh, yeah, we'll beat them. You know, we'll have far too much. Because we lost. We lost. We got outplayed. Uh, yeah. Yes, we should beat Southampton. Yes, um, hopefully we will. We'll have a better squad. Um Chelsea, I, uh, look, uh, to be honest with you guys, look, I'll take a draw now. If you, yeah. if you offered me a draw, I would take a draw now. Uh, overall, I mean, um, uh, the last time I saw us beat Chelsea was uh, Waterloo, 1815, really early. <laughs> <laughs> no, li- I'm lying. The last time I actually saw us beat Chelsea was 1970 and Alan Mallory dipping body just under the bar. Uh, one nil. Beautiful. But um, I, I, I'll take a draw. Yes, Fulham, we should beat. I think we've got Wolves and Boris. Uh, uh, West Ham will be difficult. The tragedy is I can't go to any of them because I'll be in Edinburgh um, yeah, uh, for the festival. But um, look, we should get at least three or four wins there and, and I'll take the draw at Chelsea. Well, the last time I saw uh, Spurs beat Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, Christian Eriksen scored. Just saying. Uh, Russ, I was working. Yeah. I, I was working that game. I, I couldn't... Yeah. Russ, are you pleased with the opening um, opening fixtures, the, the five games in August that yeah. we're going to play? Yeah. I mean, look, I think it's good to play Chelsea early. I mean, you know, bar four, a late equaliser at home to Brighton, terrible away performance at Burnley and and Palace, four points out of those three games, we'd have finished third. Mm-hmm. So nothing to be frightened of at yeah. all. Uh, and I think Conti will fancy uh, us turning them over. Have you seen October? Well, well, we've Boy. got, uh, we've got we've Arsenal got- away. Arsenal away, three points to Spurs. Brighton away, three points to Tottenham. We'll beat Everton. Uh, Man United against Spurs. We'll beat Man United, no problem. Spurs at home to Newcastle, three points. Spurs and away at Bournemouth. What an October. You know, that's positivity for you. Just give us the trophy now then. Yeah. Well, you know, last game of the season, got a win at Ellen Road to win the title. Come on, Conte. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Of course, I'm sorry. I haven't even had a drink yet. I've got it here. I it. But, um, yeah, look, let's get going. One game at a time. Beat Southampton. Uh, then we'll go to Stamford Bridge and, and see what sort of state they're going to be in because uh, they've been shaken to the foundations a little bit. But then they've got a new owner. So uh, anything can happen. Let's see. Hopefully we'll win. We're due a win. Why Absolutely, not? Yeah. We're due a win. We want to beat them. <laughs> we don't like them. Let's yeah. win. Russ, it will be weird, though. In November, only two Premier League games. In December, only two uh-huh. Premier League games. 
And in January, only three Premier League games. That's seven Premier League games in three months. That's going to be weird, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, look, the World Cup is in Qatar. Um, I'm not a fan of it. I think it's a FIFA stitch-up. We all know what went on. Um, yeah, I'm all for change in, in football and trying new things, but just doesn't sit right with me. Um, but I hope we do really well. Although after watching him in the Nations League, I'm not that hopeful at the moment, but a lot can happen. Um, but FIFA won't care. You know, Premier League, it's their competition. It's their money-making machine. As we know, it's what they do with the money and how they get the money quite often that's a problem. And uh, I can't say I'm looking forward to the World Cup, but I'm sure I will be after we've had a brilliant October and early November. <laughs> I was going to say that, Russ, because, uh, yeah. Ricky, let's, let's come to you on that point. Um, because if Spurs were in great form during October, November, and then you have that break to the World Cup and then you come back on Boxing Day, of all days, come back on Boxing Day on the 26th of December, um, that'd be frustrating, wouldn't it? I mean, it's going to be a tough season either which way, um, with, with the World Cup being right smack bang in the middle of it. Um, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult for every one of our players that, that are on international duty. Um, they don't get much of a break after the tournament's done as well. They've got to go straight back into it. So it's really important, the start that we make. It's really important the first couple of months up until the this World Cup break. It's really important that we, we get as much as we can so that when we do start again, come Boxing Day, that we're doing it from a point of power and a point of kind of something that we can build off of, but at the same time, probably got a bit of a cushion to allow us a, a, a dip if need be. But this is why Conte making sure that we've got two in every position of, of equal or just under equal levels that we can rotate, we can mix and match um, uh, for, for the games that are coming up. And I think that that's why they've kind of <laughs> structured, structured the games like they have, like you just described. And there's only three games, did you say, in January? So that, yeah. that's so, yeah, so that's so that they can basically have a bit more rest in between games because they're just going to be coming off of uh, the World Cup. So, um, of course, it's going to be frustrating if we're top of the league and we go to the World Cup. Of course it is, because we would have been in... Uh, yeah, I said top of the league. I said it, and what? Um, because we would have been in a rhythm. We would have been in the flow state. And then suddenly we've got to stop to, to do the World Cup and then come back and start again. But it could also benefit us as well. Do you know what I mean? The way that the fixtures have been laid out, the, the the fact that there's only three games in January allows us to get back into a rhythm and then hopefully by February we're we're cooking with gas again and we're flying for the for the business end of the season. Yeah, well in January we've got three London derbies, Palace away, Arsenal at home and Fulham away. That's Perfect. nine points then, Russ, is it? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know, um, let, let me just take this comment here from Franco. Nobody saw the Basuma signing come in. I don't think we have a clue who our new striker will be. I can't see it being Richarlison, not at that price. Um, interesting times. And, uh, of course, yeah. uh, we're being linked to so many players at the moment. Um, now, it wouldn't be right coming on this show, the three of you, if we didn't do predictions. Um, <laughs> yeah. Give me... I, I want two predictions. This is the last question for, for the three of you. Um, yeah. Russ, Russ, let's start with you. Where will Spurs finish in the Premier League next season? 
You asked and, me. You asked me in February, and and, and you'll be my witness and my judge and your viewers who were watching it. I said fourth. Didn't you blink did? an eyelid. Yeah. So, do you want me to do it now for this season? I want you to do it for the for the new season. Where will we finish in the Premier League? And will we win a trophy? And if we will, what one will it be? Third. Um. Do you know, it might be the League Cup, I think. I can't say the Premier League. I mean, it's nuts. You did oh, earlier. Hey? I was joking, Chris. <laughs> Come on. Slightly. I'm getting excited. Although, when we played Liverpool at Anfield, we were better than them. Yeah. And we, we beat City twice. So, yeah. we can compete with the bigger teams, apart from Chelsea, which is why we've got to beat them, because I don't know what they're putting in our drinking water or something but it's the the smaller teams and the personnel that we've all talked about the lesser teams with respect in the premier league who we drop points against we didn't do that we would have as i mentioned we'd have finished third you know and we'd all be really happy but we're happy we're fourth and we're in the champions league i'm glad you didn't ask me chris where will we how far will we go in the champions league go on let's do you you said it now let's do it Quarterfinals. Yeah. Nice, wouldn't it? I'm positive. And I've, I've only had one sip. I'm like <laughs> Andy over there who's had one and a half bottles. We've been watching very games, carefully, Russ. Yes. When, when you talk about some of those games that we lost, though, Russ, um, oh. even under Antonio Conte, surely next season is going to be very, very different. Yeah, it has to be. That's why we're changing personnel, saying goodbye to some people who don't quite fit the DNA of his team. Why we're bringing in the likes of Basuma uh, and, you know, Perisic. You know, I've seen people say, oh, he's 33, he's finished. You've got some old duffer on a free. He ain't no old duffer. You know, he's fit as a fiddler and he, he will keep going. And his experience is enormous. That's what we miss for me in some of these games where it's trench warfare. Is, is one bloke to actually say to them, well, come on, we can win this and actually mean it because we don't really have a leader on the pitch. And, 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 and that is a problem and it's uncontained like. Mm. So we've yeah. got to have one and he'll want one. Uh, yeah, I think Terrace is the leader. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so I'm very positive. I mean, I'm not in cloud cuckoo land as some of my predictions occasionally are. But third, you heard it here. Third. So third, maybe winning the League Cup and uh, last sixteen of the Champions League. Hmm. Ricky. Yeah. Bro, I. Come on, I, give it to me. I honestly think we're going to challenge for the league. So I'm going to say second at a minimum. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Second at a minimum. I think we're going to disrupt the apple cart. I think Conte loves the league. I think he, he, he gets excited about going up against big teams and big managers. And there's nowhere bigger than the Premier League. So I think after he's he's assembled the side that he wants, like the Avengers, all right, I think we're going to attack this league. I think the fact that there's going to be more players from Liverpool and Man City on international duty might probably will help us, hopefully. 
And um, yeah, the, the the fact that he's building a squad that's going to be able to challenge, I reckon minimum, minimum second. Um, and then, I, I mean, I said it to you last time when we were <laughs> on with, with, with Kimberly. I've got a feeling that he's going to go all out for the cup. So I might chuck a little bet on individually on us winning each trophy. Do you know what I mean? And because I've got a feeling that he's not, he's going to be relentless. He's going to be relentless. So look, I know we've got amazing teams in the Premier League, amazing managers, but he's going on relentless. I think everything's shifting right now. I think the, the fact that we finished the season the way that we did is given him a platform to build on. He knows that he can rely on a certain amount of players that then can become the depth of our squad and also bring in world-class players or people that he really trusts and wants in certain positions. And I think we're going to go all out. So I reckon if I was being, if I was being realistic, I would say maybe FA Cup. And I want to say semi-finals at a minimum on the Champions League as well. Why not? I'm going all in. Ricky, can I just come back to you? What What do you think that Spurs need to do from now until the uh, the window closes in order to challenge for the title? I I think um, the 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 big left centre back is a massive um, is, is one of the massive key keys that he can bring in um, to kind of upgrade our defence. I think the 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 second centre back as well that he brings in is going to be vital. Uh, let's say, for instance, just to, uh, an example, let's say he brings in Bastoni and, and Bremer, uh, because I've got a feeling that one of our other defenders might leave, whether that be Roden or whether that be Sanchez. or So they, we're going to have to replace somebody if somebody leaves in, in those squad positions. So um, I think, uh, like, just up in our level like that, so that, again, whoever we rotate, we can rely on and rely on to put in a, a good shift and a performance. Um, and I think that the uh, wingbacks uh, are one of the most important positions in a Conte system. So the fact that we've got Perisic there and Sessegnon, fantastic on the left side. But Sessegnon, we know, has had problems with um, his hamstrings and injuries. So we'll see how he's feeling, how he's doing, how strong he is after the preseason. Um, but yeah, so I don't know whether you bring in another left back, another left wing back, because you just don't know whether Seth is going to get injured or not. Um, and then the, 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 the right back, see, but for me, I don't, I, I think that Doherty as only, and this is me being criti- hypercritical as well, but he only played well for five games to me and he played really well. And, uh, you know, he grew in each game that he played up until he got injured, but he's been at Tottenham for a very long time. And yeah. to me, he's only given us five performances. Royale, all right, with all of these problems, you you got to remember that the boy was heartbroken that he couldn't play for Barcelona. You know, he was going for, a, he's come off alone. Barcelona have told him, yeah, you're going to play for us. You're going to start for us. Then suddenly, Barcelona needs money. So then he's coming to Tottenham. Then he's got a language barrier. First season syndrome, changing manager as well. So changing direction, changing what he has to do from Nuno to Conte. And then when you've put him, when you've given him responsibility in those last games where we didn't have another right back to cover, but when you put responsibility on him and tweaked a couple of things, we saw an improved performance. We saw better performances from Royale. So I think the if you're going to sell both of them, then I think we need massive upgrades in both of those 
um, uh, right wing backs. Um, but yeah, bro, I think like the the, the wing backs because the goals there's going to be a lot of goals coming from wing back to wing back and yeah, you know, uh, crosses left, right, and centre. Um, and then if we can get that creative midfielder that can unlock teams that play the low block and all of that drama, I think we're, we're on to like big time winners. Andy, what about you? Are the trophies coming? Sorry? Are the trophies coming? Well, um, um, if my name was actually uh, Andy Nostradamus, I could put that on the line here. Yes. Um, look, um, I, it's going to be a promising season, I think. Look, um, for me, the biggest victory is that Conti stays for this season. Hopefully he stays longer. Um, are the trophies coming? Possibly. Um, league position. I'll go with Russell as a possible third there. I think we'll probably get fourth, but it, it kind of all depends what state what the status quo is with Chelsea, in my opinion. That's, but um, I think we will get top four. Trophies, um, if we are going to win one, um, I think it'll be a domestic one. Uh, as well, I said, look, yeah, it could be the League Cup. The only reason I say that is because there's lesser rounds, isn't there? You know, we're, we're uh, what are we in round three, is that right? And due, due to Europe, uh, and if we get a kind draw, I mean, Christ, we uh, we, we got to a final with uh, a poorer side than what we have now. Um, I'd love us to win the FA Cup, to be honest with you. Um, it still holds fond memories for, I think, a lot of Spurs fans of, uh, well, of a, of a certain uh, pensionable age. Uh, you know, um, so I like this. Um, the Champions League, I, I have to agree with you guys, possibly. Last 16, I don't know, although um, we've done actually done very well in, in previous groups uh, where we've been up against tougher opponents and come through. So um, I say last 16. Uh, I love doing those European tours, um, by the way. Um, as long as we don't get Moscow. <coughs> I don't know. Paul. Uh, but... Um, I enjoy the European tours, um, uh, but yes, um, I look. I'll stick my neck out and say, top four, third or fourth. If we're going to win something, I have to agree with Russ. It'll be the League Cup, although I'm hoping for FA. FA Cup, the last one we won, 1991. It just seems such a long time ago. Gary, well, Nabber, yes, yes, it was. Yeah. I mean, we still had colour TVs, but yes, yes. <laughs> we did, yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, you know, I remember that very well. Uh, interesting times coming up and exciting yeah. times, um, in my opinion. Exciting times. Let's hope Antonio Conte can lift a trophy at Tottenham. Um, Russ, thanks so much for joining us this evening. It's been an Thank absolute you. pleasure having you on again. Yeah, I love coming on, talking to your viewers and chatting to you, Chris, and all of uh, my fellow panellists are Ricky and, and, and Andy, and uh, it's uh, an honour to be on with you, and thanks for asking. I only just got back because I've been in Sweden for, <laughs> you know, 10 days. You got a bit panicky on the old DMs on Twitter. <laughs> Russ, can you make it or not? 
Yes, I can. And I've, I've been here and I've absolutely loved it. Talking Spurs nonsense. Great. Russ, what are you up to at the moment and where can people find you? Um, Nation Radio tomorrow uh, in the morning, 10 until 1. And then uh, I'm doing, I do a show in the afternoon on Nation Wales and Scotland on their FM stations. I'm on twice tomorrow. There's no escape. Fantastic. <laughs> and Ricky, thanks so much as always. And, and where can everyone find you? And I know it won't be at Watford. <laughs> um, no, listen, always an honour and a pleasure and such a giggle to be on. You know, I, like, like Ralph was saying, I love chatting Spurs. Uh, and, we could, and you know as well, Chris, I could literally talk Spurs all night. No drama. Um, but um, yes, you can find me on Twitter, Ricky J Norwood. Uh, it's got the little blue tick on there. You can find me, Ricky Nord, official Ricky Nord on Insta. There ain't no blue tick there, but talk to Instagram because I don't know what they're doing. Um, and then yeah, like bro, like you, you, you'll see me if you want to find me. You'll see me. Um, but yeah, just keep him busy, my friend. But listen, always an honor and pleasure to be on. It was great to be on with Andy again. Andy loved your jokes. And your wisdom, Russ, your dulcet tones are next level. Um, <laughs> I, it's, it's been an honor to be on with you as well, sir. Um, so, yeah, man, just a great show, man. And I can't wait for the next one where, where we're announcing more dynamite signings, bro. Yes. I can't wait. Hopefully, hopefully. And Andy, uh, absolute pleasure having you on again. Thanks so much. And where can everyone find you? And, and what are you up to at the moment? Uh, yeah, look, thanks for uh, having me on, guys. Uh, uh, thanks for suffering me as well. Uh, um, uh, I, I really enjoy this. I mean, like the rest of you, I, I can waffle on about Spurs um, and one day I will win a medal for doing it. Um, but uh, I, I love talking about it. Where can you find me? Yes, um, I'm uh, uh, going up to Edinburgh, but I've got two Edinburgh previews. I know this is a terrible thing to say, plugging a show, but... Uh, no, by the way. I'm at the Hen and Chicken, St Paul's Road, Islington Bandit Country um, on the 17th and 18th of July. Uh, the show is called Baxter versus the Bookies. Uh, it's a one-man play about the fluctuating fortunes of a horse racing tipster. The Edinburgh previews, I'm up to Edinburgh uh, for the festival. Uh, the Gilded Balloon, the Wee we Room at 20 to 1. If, if anyone's around, any Tottenham fans or anyone's into horse racing, uh, it's another sport that um, I dearly enjoy. And uh, I, I give I donate to so many charities, uh, Corals, William Hills, Labrooks. <laughs> no, no, Andy, you can only mention William Hill on this. On this, uh, on this oh, show. sorry. Um, yes, yes only, uh, uh, it's only William Hills. Yes. Uh, uh, the, the, the other two are somewhat fictitious, apparently. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. I, I really enjoyed it and I love listening to you guys as well it was um it's an honor to be on thank you well russ ricky andy thanks so much for your time and uh, thank thanks you. for all of the listeners and viewers this evening uh, let's hope that the trophies are coming and antonio conte puts the trophies in the cabinet what we all desperately want and need thanks for watching everyone i'll see you on the next one until then come on you spurs come on Thanks for watching the Spurs Chat Podcast, hosted by Chris Cowlin. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe.
If you're watching this on an audio platform, please hit that follow button. Also, look out for other episodes on the channel, including daily Tottenham news editions, legend and celebrity interviews, and match previews. Please remember to check out the channel sponsors. William Hill, One Football, Live Football on TV, and Zooch Converters. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. My name is Joanne. This is my father. I know what's happening with my body. I won't be able to take care of myself. When the time comes to get more support for your parents, care can help you find qualified caregivers nearby. What would help me is if there could be somebody there that could check in on you. I realize I have to do it. The best decisions are made with care. Find help for your mom or dad at care.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 